0: everyone, it's Dave and Jeff. It is April 5th, 2020. Look at that, I got the date date right and everything. Yeah? Jesus.
1: Good for you. Uh, (laughs) Goddamn Dave, I'm sorry, I'll apologize to you right from the start. I spent an hour this morning putting together Dead or Alive. And then I had a hustle out. I know I promised it for today. There's a lot of great ones on there. Um, The good news is I'll have them for Wednesday and for Sunday uh, because you find an abundance of one or the other. Like, well, I don't need 90 of one. (laughs) So I've started putting together the list. But that today, that activity today and a handful of other things that have happened. And I'm wondering for everybody else. It's like it feels like reality has set in. And I'll tell you, Dave, what happened. Yeah. There, there's a bunch of things that you can look at. You go, man, that really that really bummed me out. But last night I had been with my kids for a while and uh, I was going home and I pulled into Rite Aid because I think like a lot of us that are on the good side of this thing, man, you're drinking as much water and Gatorade and just vitamins and doing everything you can. And there's a ride Aid a couple of blocks down from my house, and I go in, and you walk in, and everywhere you go now, guys have the mask on, yeah. right? And you go, okay, well, hey, man, that's the new reality. And I'm checking out, and it's 9 o'clock, and these two dudes are behind the counter, and they just looked worn out. Worn out. Yeah. And I said, hey, how you doing? And the one guy said, man, that's funny you ask. He said, today has been the worst day of the three. Really? Why? And he said, it feels like reality is set in and people are scared and they're upset. He goes, "It's it was really bad today. And I'll just tell you, and I, I, I can't imagine from people I've met that listen to this show, but man, I hope we're not taking it out on those poor fuckers that have to sit in there and people coming in wheezing and coughing and and doing whatever else god i hope you're not unloading on that guy because he doesn't have hand sanitizer or anything else but dude that sucked dave that that just bothered me last night walking out because i don't know these guys yep. but over the last i don't know year you you bump into them a couple of different times when you go and get toothpaste or whatever you're doing and they're always just nice guys in there and and Man whether it's the people at the grocery store wherever you're going, fuck man, these guys don't want to be there, and then to have people unloading on them and treat them like shit it just it just bummed me out. i just I felt really bad for those guys
0: it says a lot for what we are, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, come on you, you think if everybody novelty's worn off yeah oh, well, you'd think the the whole deal that everybody understands that every person you come in contact with you're a little bit nervous going is that guy contagious. Yeah. Well, if you have one of those jobs, you understand that every single person comes in, you're putting your life at risk. I mean, we went to, my wife and I, we were bored. We just went through McDonald's drive-thru and got just two Diet Cokes. Okay. And they had the the plastic in front of, you know, the drive-thru to protect their faces and our faces and everything else. And you realize that's probably the norm. That's what it's going to be from now on. And. It was the same thing when I went to Lowe's to buy, like, yep. fertilizer. And, and all of a sudden, the lady at the register, plastic thing in front of her face. And yeah, you go, wow, you wonder how long this is going to be and if this is going to be the way it is for a long time. I mean, you and I talked about the new handshake, you know, the handshakes uh-huh. out and all that stuff. It is very, very strange. I think uh, we aren't at its worst as far as the way people are. Yeah, When you see, here's what's going to happen th- this week, at least in San Diego. It's going to rain for the next four days. Fuck, right? So goes so what we need. There, yeah, there goes your, well, at least I can get out of the house and walk outside and go for a walk. Yeah. You know? No, forget that. You're stuck inside. And then you're going to look at those numbers, unfortunately, on television, the amount ah. of deaths. And President Trump said today, you're going to see those numbers rise like you wouldn't believe this week. And, and it is going to get scary and depressing. And yeah. I, I think this week you're going to see almost the, the worst and, and the best of certain people on social media. Oh, and it's gonna yeah. be ugly as hell, and and at some things might you might go, hey, I, I like that person a little bit more, and some people you're gonna go, why the fuck am I even friends with this guy on Facebook? <laughs> what
1: am I doing? Right?
0: I mean, yeah. I, I have friends of mine on Facebook where I'm like, how the fuck am I friends with this guy?
1: Yeah, the only thing that is keeping me there, and it's happened, God, it's happened like three days in a row, um, where you just I find pictures from my kids yeah. that I posted. Yesterday I found uh, there, it was spring pictures from like six years ago. And the post was like, man, this whole spring picture thing is a racket. And and I'm looking at my kids, they're six at the time. And then today there was pictures of them walking off the field from T-ball, carrying their equipment bag and doing all these different things. And you go, yeah, that's the thing I like. But uh, Dave, I'll give you an example because... Right? We we couldn't really self manage what we needed to do. And so you're seeing the Encinitas story and what's going on in Carlsbad. But my sons and I today just went out for a little ride to get out. And I said, Hey, let's go take a look in Coronado. What's going on down there? Yeah. Davy Go and Orange Avenue was all closed down. But then when you realize that the Hotel Dell is closed. Yeah. The Dell, man. When you drive by the, uh, the Dell since 1888, right? Yeah. 100 and what is that? 112 years? No, longer than that. 132 years. Sorry. Yeah. And you're looking at that and you go, God damn. Did we ever think we'd see that in our lifetime? I just, I was thinking about this just on the final stretch coming in. And I wonder how many of you can do the same thing where if I say, think about every tomorrow is a Monday and, and as a Monday, as you're walking in yeah, to get to your desk, how many people do you interact with? And for me to get to where I go, I see Peter. Then I see Jody. Then I see Tyler I see James, I see Paul, I see Leslie, I see Sarah, I see Chris, I see Connor, I see Nick, I see Darren, and then I make it back to my area. And then shortly after that, I'll see Tony and Pat and Shill and Nicole, and the list goes on and on. And now, for me, tomorrow, and all of you, I don't see any of those yeah. people. And we talk a lot on this show about depression and we talk about the darkness and one of the things that i feel helps us all stay on the right side of the line is social interaction that social interaction of being with people that make you feel better that that make you want to win and when you lose that and you find yourself in the isolation and you find yourself in the darkness and the rain coming in dave and for those people that have been furloughed or laid off, man, oh, man, I am just telling you, just grind it out. Just grind it out because you will find a way to get through this. And when you do, uh, it'll be great. It'll It'll just be one of the best wins for all of us. But son of a bitch, man, it feels like Mike Tyson's hitting us on one side and then George Foreman's hitting us on the other side. But we'll we'll find a way to get through it.
0: You know, I'm always surprised every day I hear about somebody who was who's not working basically anymore. OK. Yeah. And you go, wow, I didn't even think about that person until they they said it. And then you start to realize not only is friends and family members and so many industries are affected. Um, you know, I have, a, I have a nephew who's a general manager of a car dealership. Well, yeah. he's out out. Everyone else is out, too. And you go, well, I didn't even think about it. Then you start watching TV, whereas every commercial break, there's a commercial to sell a car. Well, not anymore. Yeah. That's all That's all out the window. And then a buddy of mine has a job in, in Tennessee where he runs the Ford glass plant. Basically, he puts yeah. every windshield in every Ford F-150 throughout the United States. He told me he had to lay everybody off. Everybody, yeah. Everybody's out of a job. And you go – Man, I didn't even think about, you know, the auto industry on how that worked and everything else and how it trickles all the way down. And it is depressing. And at the same time, when I when I was talking to him, he says, man, everybody I know is drinking more than ever.
1: Oh, damn.
0: And and everybody knows it. alcohol sales right now. We're up 55 percent. Is that right? People are drinking like you wouldn't believe. And it. it's not. Let's drink after 12. People are drinking in the morning. People are drinking 24 Shit. hours and you wonder how do people recover and does it you know, cause major problems down the line? And you yeah. said it the other day. You hit it right on the head. I think most people think the same thing as well, what you said, was you just want to know the end date. Mm-hmm. And if we know the end date, it, it's, a lot, it, it's a lot easier, I think, to deal with, to say how long am I going to suffer through this. And there will be an end date. We just don't know if it's, you know, who knows, man, if it's two months, if it's you know, a month, if it's 18 months, whatever it is. But, man, when you sit there and you look at some of these countries where they thought they had it beat and the numbers are going down and then all of a sudden they're going yeah. back up again, you're going, well, hell, what the hell is going to happen to us?
1: Well, I think a lot of us thought we're going to be back in the game in May. We're going to be back in the game in May. And, all right, well, if we can just get to May 15th and we'll get out to Padre games and we'll be back rolling and, ah, uh, it'll suck. But we can, we can get to May 15th when you hear the news that came out that the conference call yesterday that involved the leaders of the sports leagues and it was everybody Goodell and Manfred all the way down to Vince McMahon and Dana White. And Trump is saying, look, let's try to get people back in stadiums by September. And you go like, let's try in five months to be back there. Damn Dave. Like, that to me is when you go, oh, wow. Because I have a friend who I, I talk to who's incredibly angry by the whole thing. Like I, I think a lot of us maybe at this point have just kind of fallen in line and we're doing our thing and and trying to stay out of harm's way, protect ourselves, protect our family. And but I have a buddy who's livid by what's going on. Yeah. And he's saying this is going to absolutely demolish our economy to the point that we can't get back. And his point is, look, I understand it. I respect it. I'm not ignoring it. However, if you're able to go into work and you're six feet away from the next person, you should be allowed to go into work. If nobody coming into your office and you're not interacting with people, and allows your company to pay the bills. Let them back into work, and if somebody gets sick, then send them out. and Then worry about it. But for right now, we got to get people back to work. I I'm not a medical guy. I don't know the answer. I listen to, to the it.
0: medical guys who say don't do that. So now Fine. you're just going to spread it.
1: All right. So so to that,
0: I'm for all. I'm all for science and the doctors. And yeah. then right now, there's there's an argument supposedly in the White House with. Um, Navarro, who's the lead economist for Trump.
1: That fucking idiot who was down here.
0: I know Pete. Uh, Pete uh,
1: Navarro ran for mayor and ran for head lifeguard in Del Mar uh, 25 different times. Pete Navarro is incredibly close to the same level of guy that we've talked about on this show a thousand times, whether it's Mike Aguirre or Bruce Henderson or Scott Sherman or any of these other fucking nitwits yeah. that have come through this town.
0: Yeah, I saw the... You saw the whole thing. Him yeah. and him and Fauci are fighting. Yeah. And so, well, the argument and the the discussion is, well, which one has Trump's ear?
1: Oh, yeah, Navarro.
0: And if Navarro has his ear, then you will see people back to work. And then uh, Dr. Fauci says, well, you're going to see it continue to spread. Wow. And then so you go back and forth. And I'm one of these guys, like I could give a shit about the economy if I can't breathe. If I'm dead, what does it affect me? You know, wow. Is as uh, my father-in-law said all the time, I've never seen a Brinks truck behind a hearse.
1: What I'm driving in, like that LA Fitness building, yeah. I'm going to give you
0: two yeah. businesses that are done.
1: That I look at and I go, "What the fuck is the overhead?" I'll give you two businesses yeah. that I saw today. And again, I don't, I don't know the financial situation. I'm just cu- curious. I'll give you three of them. Okay. The first one is that LA fitness that's right here off the one twenty five in Chula Vista.
0: Oh tia lights are up.
1: Dave, what the fuck is the monthly nut on that place to keep that
0: Dude and they're all over the place. Right? Yep.
1: Okay, then
0: also who comes back? I mean people are gonna be looking in a home gym. Right.
1: All right. So that's the first one. Yep. The second one is, and I'll I'll avoid naming the name of the restaurant because I don't want to do that, but I'll just say when you have a prime corner spot on Orange Avenue in Coronado and you're a, a good-sized restaurant, yeah. right? What the fuck is the monthly nut there? Uh, yeah. And I drove by today, and they're not doing takeout. They're not doing anything. And then the third one is... What's the? We just saw the Ken Theater closed, and people were bummed about that. Well, shit, every theater's closed. Yeah. But the little independent movie theaters, whether it's the Santee Drive-In or the Village Theater in Coronado, right? Yep. Rego Cinemas, like holy shit, man! What is the monthly?
0: Exactly right.
1: For for any of these businesses, I talked to a buddy of mine. How about bowling alleys? Bowling alleys is another great one. I, I feel so bad. There there was a great bookstore called Mysterious Galaxy, and I've told the story about John Sanford years ago. Mysterious Galaxy started on Convoy. Then they went to Claremont Mesa Boulevard. They went to Balboa, and that fucking place was dead about four months ago. And a young husband and wife bought it, And they moved Mysterious Galaxy into, if we know, um, down by the sports arena, right when you get to, as you come in off the eight, I think that's Rosecrans. Yeah. And you go past Sports Arena Boulevard and you get to Midway. And there's a Rubio's in that center. It's it's right across from kind of the old post office. Dave, they haven't been in that place six weeks. And now you're fucking locked up. Yeah. You just opened a new business. You just did it. Yeah. It's your dream. Uh, I mean, there's for every story, there's 500 more, 1,000 more, a million more. I just, um, God damn, man. It's just, that's the shit I look at. I, I, our own company, I have no idea. I just, as long as they tell me come to work on Monday, Yeah. for every one of you that have been laid off, I, I said it last week. Man, my days start at eight. I am logged in exactly at eight o'clock, and I'm there. I I don't see social media anymore. Yeah, because I just find it incredibly disrespectful during those hours, eight and five, to all my friends that have been impacted. I'm there to work. I'm fucking focusing on it, but I just, goddamn, man, I don't know what happens.
0: When uh, when I made the the trip out today, and as I said, went through the McDonald's drive-through, parked mm-hmm. in the parking lot, I was looking at the stores around, as I said to my wife, I said, okay, which ones do you see stay open? The one right, right, right over here by bonds. And, um, you look at, there's one store that just took the place of a Verizon shop. Okay. So whoever okay. decided to buy in decided we're going to build our own karate studio.
1: Oh, damn. And okay. you're thinking,
0: this is a big family decision, right? We think we can make it work. Let's do this. And Let's it's not it. even done. And you, and I told Rita, I said, there's no way people are signing their kid up for karate over the next year. There's no way you're going to be in contact with other people.
1: There's a, um, at Vista Way in 101, kind of on the Carlsbad-Oceanside border, there's a place, what would that be? It'd be kind of the southeast corner. It's been a a bunch of different things, brewing houses, whatever. And it's changed ownership again. And I was up there uh, yesterday There's a sign on the wall that says, opening, and it originally said, opening very soon. And they've come over the very and changed it to not very soon. (laughs) Which, to them, I give them credit for keeping a sense of humor. But I just, uh, it's just crazy. Dave, when I got down here, you're watching Ozark. I'm through season one of Ozark. I'm on to... Episode three of season two, which you'll catch up really quick. But, dude, that's not my norm. Oh, my, no, I, n- Us neither. I mean, we're yeah
0: watching a ton of it. My mom's watching, and she doesn't watch TV like this.
1: But it's just my deal is for my sons, we're out, we're doing things, we're going yeah. places, we're interacting. Well,
0: for right now, why they let you, right?
1: No, but I'm saying what our yeah. normal life I is. I get you. Yeah, no, I mean...
0: I mean, even getting in the car and going through Coronado, were you worried that someone was going to stop you and go, "What are you doing?"
1: Ah, uh, no, because we're not like we're not the people in Encinitas pulling over to watch the sunset. We're just kind of getting out and and seeing the impact, and really, we're really picking our spots, like picking our spots as to where we're going to get out, where we're going. Yeah, and shit, Dave. I'll tell you what, this guy today. um, we came back. I'm trying to think of where the fuck we were. God, I'd give this guy credit if I know. I can't even remember the part of town. But we we were just we're just kind of were trying to give their mom a little break, too. So she had a little bit of free time. And, and we went out. And we stopped into this liquor store to get just a couple of Gatorades and waters. Because my sons wanted to watch WrestleMania tonight. And we walk in. And this dude's there working and he's got the mask on and I said, Hey man, you doing okay? You hanging in? He goes, yeah, I'm doing okay. How are you? I said, I'm good. I said, I'm glad you're here. I'm just getting a few things for, for my sons and myself. He goes, Hey, fire your hand out." And I fire my hand out and he comes with the sanitizer and he goes, Hey, we can never be too safe. I go, Hey, I really appreciate that. He goes, where are your kids? Get them in here. (laughs) And so my sons came in. And this guy, Dave, was so nice. He put his hand on my son Jack's shoulder. He goes, hey, man, do you want the sanitizer? Or do you want to use my employee bathroom? I've got really good hand soap and water. And my son's like, oh, that'd be great. So he went. My other son, Katie, goes, buddy, what do you want to do? And he goes, oh, just the sanitizer. And I just go, fuck, Dave. I said to my kids, I go, when this shit's over, if we're back in our neighborhood, we're fucking hitting this guy's (laughs) store all the time. Because I just go, what a good fucking guy. But, um, yeah, it's just such a wild, wild thing. But we should be at the ballpark. We took a drive yeah. through Petco Park. We should be at the ballpark. We should be at the movies, throwing the football, doing whatever the fuck we do. And I'm just incredibly sad for everybody that's uh, fighting it right I
0: now. I think the craziest picture I've seen over the last few days, it was somebody that was flying into LAX, going mm. right over the 405. Oh, wow. And they took a picture, and there's one car.
2: Whoa. One car on the yeah.
0: 405. And everybody knows that's just a parking lot. Yeah. you know, and he go wow, and uh, there's a part of me that says fuck it, let's go up to L.A. for the day, let's shoot up, let's hit every shitty restaurant, the Pink's hot dogs and Tommy's, and yeah. cruise around, and then they'd say on TV, don't do that. They uh-uh. said don't don't fucking do that, yeah. and uh, and then you now I was talking to my mother, and I said to Josh, I go, you want to go to Tennessee for a week? I go, well we'll shoot off to Nashville, tickets yeah. are nothing, let's go, and then I was I was worried number one. We're going to get stuck there. There's going yeah. to be a thing saying, guess what? There's no travel. Right. And I'm stuck in Nashville with my right. mom. And then Good I'm job. like, the worst decision I could make. And then uh, <laughs> then I'm thinking, well, how much are tickets? I look it up. And for each person, it was very expensive. It was about $400 a person.
1: Yeah, they're still high, right?
0: Yeah. And I went, they want us to pay for all the fuel? I mean, what yeah. the fuck's going oh, yeah. on? I thought it would be like 100 bucks round trip. Let's go no. to Nashville for five days. And, uh, and it was <laughs> wasn't the case. So I'm staying here. I'm trying to avoid that peak that they say is coming in every city, right? Yeah. They say New York is coming this week. LA wow. is two weeks behind that. We're two weeks behind that. So I'm sitting there saying I just don't want to be in San Diego when that peak hits just because, as I said, I'm an asthmatic. I'm one of those guys that, hey, be really careful. I do have the bandanas and the mask yeah. and all that. But I haven't I haven't worn that stuff. We went walking today and because and we figured we weren't going to get out of the house till at least Thursday or Friday. Yeah, But it was um, – it's just one of those things, man, where you feel weird looking at people with these bandanas on their it's face, crazy, right? Right? Or yeah. or a surgical mask, and you go, "What the hell?" I said to to Josh, "I go, man, we should have gone out and got like those scrubs, you know, like yeah. the doctors use." And he goes, "What? It's fucking stolen valor, you asshole! <laughs> yeah, like you just completely. got off your like you just got Dude, off your shift?
1: Yeah, don't do that <laughs> shit." I'll tell you, man. You know what's funny, Dave? I, I was thinking about these guys. We've all been there. We go into a public restroom, right? Yeah. And you go and... I mean, I hope all of us always had the habit of washing our hands with soap. You just do it. But then there'd always be the one guy who'd use, like, the paper towel to open the door at Target. He's like, look at this big bitch. That's me. And now you're like, that fucking guy knew. (laughs) That son of a bitch, he was ahead of his time. He was the uh, Thomas Edison of the fucking bathroom. (laughs) that son of a bitch that guy knew what to do and now yeah i just don't know when when you hear 2021 look i think the thing is i think we incredibly underestimated this thing for a long long time I have no idea. There's a little bit of hope that maybe we're overestimating it and maybe things level out.
0: I'm a big believer it better be safe than sorry.
1: Yeah, exactly. No, I'm with you completely. I don't know. I just, (laughs) what's going to happen? I feel like we're all on the beach, right? And there's been like a thousand great whites who have been spotted in the water. Who the fuck's going to be the lifeguard to stand there and go, okay, everybody, it's all clear. Go on in, bring your kids, bring grandma, go swimming. No problem. We're like, fuck you. When are we going to go back in the water? I don't know if we ever okay, did. Okay,
0: it's a great question here, though, what you just kind of brought up. Uh-huh. Who is the person you trust to say it's okay? Because right now, remember, Easter is next week. Yeah, the president told you, we'll be back in church next well,
1: week. Well, he said it, and then he backed off of well, it. Well, no, that's
0: why, right, because he realized it wasn't going to work. Yeah. But now then he, again, he's saying, hey, football, I don't see any reason why we aren't in stadiums come football season. We we goofed on Kirk Herb Street on the show when he said yeah. it. And not saying it's not going to happen, but at the same time, who's the one voice that you're going to listen to because your kids are so important to you, they're going to go, you know what, Kate and Jack, it's okay. Go <laughs> Who ahead. Who is it? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Who's yeah, that guy? Nobody. Who's the guy that you trust to go, okay? I'm willing to put my kids out out there because I do believe it's 100% safe.
1: I think my guy's going to be Geraldo. (laughs) Where has Geraldo been? Where the fuck is he? I've not seen Geraldo. Where is he? That fucking guy, dude. I can't get over the clip. I watched Bombshell.
0: Yeah.
1: Did you watch it? Yeah, it was good. Pretty good movie. I love the dude who they had playing Geraldo. Yeah. Looked just like him, but he's about five foot five. I bet Geraldo lost his shit (laughs) with the blue shades on. Yeah. Um, That was funny. Uh, Dave, I don't have any idea, man. I don't know. When you get the, eh, all clear. Come on back. I don't know. I mean, September. That's a whole goddamn baseball season. Yeah, it seems
0: man. a long time away, but at the same time, I don't know. I don't know what that number is. I guess again. I hope it's it it's sooner than we expect, which would be great. I just man, I have no fucking answers. I have for me, the only thing that affects me for my life. Obviously, high school yeah. sports is over, but during the summertime, I coach travel ball, and so yeah. people keep calling me and going, "Hey, are we still on for this?" And I go, "As of right oh, now, fuck no. Do
2: I know. Yeah. We, we are
0: not." We're not not on. I don't want to tell you to stop working out or anything else. I thought Dabo Sweeney of Clemson yesterday said, without a doubt, we're playing a season. Well, whether he believes that or not, he's telling his players, just be fucking ready. Right. Don't start eating a bunch of shit and stop working out. And it's the right thing for him to say, because he's sitting there trying to get his guys ready to play a season. Yeah. But he doesn't fucking know.
1: No, I think the deal, what we probably all should do, and I'm probably saying it out loud for myself more than anybody is let's just play the fucking short game before we worry about yep. the long game. And the short game is continue to do the shit that we have done to this point. Wash your hands. Do all the things you need to do. Social distance. don't No gatherings. All that shit. And let's make sure that by Tuesday night, we feel like we do tonight. Yep. And then let's fucking play another short game for two more fucking days wash your hands, make sure you goddamn behave, social distance, all those different things, instead of worrying about, well, where are we going to be in September? Maybe our our better play is just to take it in 24 or 48-hour intervals and just say, hey, let's just fucking get through the next 48 hours. Make sure you're cognizant of your surroundings and the decisions you're making. My friend Nicole tells me all the time, Make good decisions. And I always laughed at it. But, boy, have I thought about that the last couple of weeks, huh? Make good decisions, Dave, what you were saying as far as where do you get out of your car? How long are you out of your car? How close are you getting to people? Do you really need to go to Target or do you really not need to go to Target? Yeah, the decisions you're making right now could really, really impact you and your family. So just be careful and take it maybe... Like I said, for me, my bigger play is gonna be, all right, well let's make sure I feel tomorrow night the way yeah. I feel today, and then Wednesday and Thursday, and then fuck it. Eventually we'll we'll get enough of those notches up on the wall and and maybe then we'll uh, we'll all of a sudden we'll look up and some other bigger things will become available.
0: Weren't your kids right training for half marathon?
1: Yeah, it got cancelled yesterday. Oh it did? Yeah, rock and roll.
0: So they like as far as them going out, I know they work out with your ex wife, but did, uh-huh. were they out running? I'm like, are they still going out doing the they, to get out of the house?
1: Yeah, they had been, but they would go to Lake Murray, and they they were going to the bay, which worked out pretty good because then they were right by me. And then the bay got closed, which is fine. And then they were going to Lake Murray, um, but right now, yeah, everything's been postponed, so they're just. I mean, that's the other thing, Dave, that people are running now. I mean, we've taken away your ability to go for a run or or get out. And look, some of that shit needs to happen just to keep you in the right frame of mind, just to keep you sane. And if you just keep eliminating options for people, like I, I got it, but it's a little bit of a game of roulette. We're Russian roulette where you go, fuck this, it's dangerous. So they're still running, but they're on the street. But, um, oh, dude, I'm so lucky that my kids today are 12 and are really independent. I feel like they were uh, new to take a bath when they were five (laughs) more than they do when they're 12. Fuck, (laughs) fucking smell them from half a block. You're like, God damn, dude. The hot water heater broken in the house? What fucking (laughs) happened to you? Um, But at 12, they're able to make themselves breakfast. They're able to make themselves lunch. They're able to be entertained, right? They, They can do different things. I'm lucky that over the years, their mom and I got them a tablet. They each have a little Samsung tablet that they're able to keep themselves occupied with or books or whatever. I, I just, Dave, I don't know where the fuck I would be and my... I just think about parents where your kids are under the age of six. Yeah. Or really seven or below. God damn, man. I just, I don't know how they're doing it. And I just, ah, oh, there's so many challenges in this thing. It's really, really an amazing time.
0: No, it is. It's something else. It's It's funny as you try and look for different things to entertain yourself or put your mind somewhere else one of the things i was doing today i don't know if you've ever thought about this if you didn't live in san diego Mm -hmm. where would you live like have you ever thought about where you would live if you didn't live in san diego
1: like in just like if you
0: had to move if you said you know what it's too expensive to live in california i gotta get out of here
1: uh, for a bunch of reasons, I'd probably see if they'd let me into Toronto, yeah. <laughs> would probably be the, uh, would be the place. But other than that, if I got out of California, where would I go? It's really funny. Um, where'd you determine?
0: You know what I was thinking? It would probably be going back to Nashville, which I, I, really never, I never, I never thought it would be that way, but I was saying, you know what? It's yeah. close to number one. My family's back there. My sister's yeah. are back there. My mother's getting older, but um, but the other reason is I do have some very close friends still back there. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a warm weather guy. I'm not going yeah. to Florida. Cl- Florida's so fucking crazy. Too many gators. I'm not going. I'm not, you're 100 percent right. Not going to Florida. Uh, Vegas, uh Nevada, and uh, and Arizona are warm too. But man, that's not not what too I want warm. to do. Too warm. I think I would end up going back to the South. I think I'd go to Nashville.
1: Um,
0: uh, I mean, if I going to New York, if I was single and I had the yeah. money, New York. But I'm talking. Let's say you're retiring, okay? Yeah. You're going, okay, 10, 20 years down the line, whatever you decide. Yeah. That, you know what, I want to go somewhere else. Where would you go?
1: Do I have to get out of California?
0: You have to leave California. You fuck. can't go to San Francisco or L.A.
1: Yeah. No, I was going to say Central Coast because that's what I was going to say because that's I, I love that area up there. If I had to get the fuck out, I would not go back to Minneapolis. No. no way. way. Um, and... Dude, just like the Vegas and the Arizona summer would be unbelievable. Yeah, I wouldn't go to Texas. No, man. I think I. I. I mean, look. It's easy to say now because I've spent about fourteen days there in the winter. Um, I'd probably go to Toronto.
0: Yeah, Toronto's supposed to be great.
1: Yeah, and I, if
0: you dealt with the winter and you're okay with it, it'd probably be fun.
1: Uh, uh, it's it's pretty wild, but the people are fucking great. Like I said, yeah. Um. That's probably where I'd go. Go to Toronto. If I have to stay in the States, that's really, really interesting. Where would I go? Um, Fuck, that's a good question. Yeah, I think I'd be. I think I'd be miserable in Vegas, unless Vegas
0: is exhausting to me. Like every time I'm in Vegas, two days in Vegas feels like two weeks in Vegas.
1: Now, if I, if you go, hey, you're going over to Vegas because you got a really great job. Uh, at the MGM and you're going to be allowed into every UFC and every boxing yeah. match. Hey. Yeah, you're in. And you're going for Raiders and the Knights? Yeah. Yeah, I could figure that out. But look, I the the biggest thing like anybody goes, "Dave, where the fuck are my kids going to be?" Yeah. Because I, I don't want when when the divorce happened, the first my first plan was to go to Vegas. And we were just having this conversation yesterday. I was having it with my sons, and they were saying, God, Dad, can you imagine if our weekends were having to take a flight, even a short flight, but if we had to go for an hour and then fly back on Sunday night, just how much that would suck? Because right now, during this whole shit, we get together and we go. There's a little plot of land that we found, and we go throw the football for 30 minutes. My son Cade said to me, he goes, Dad, we couldn't go throw the football. And you go, yeah, that would have been bad. So um, wherever they would be. But if I right now, if you said I go, yeah, I'd go to Toronto.
0: Yeah, not bad. A lot of people love love Canada, man.
1: Yeah, there's so. three people that will hear this right now. that will be like bullshit. <laughs> we deal with you for 16 days a year. That's all we need out of here. you. Stay the fuck down there. But um. Uh, No, it's cool, man. It's cool what they're doing for their people. Yeah. Like, that's the thing that I look at is at least when I'm watching, and it's not a political thing. It's really not. To this point, man, I tell you what, I'm watching all the people that are unloading on Trump every day and they're unloading on fucking Kushner every day. Look, Man, we better get behind these fuckers and try to help them figure it out. Because it's the only thing we got. These are the guys that are going to have to figure out a way to bail us the fuck out. And so you can just sit there and pound your drum for Bernie Sanders or Biden or Cuomo or Amy Klobuchar, whoever the fuck you want. None of them are driving the ship. This fucking And I'm watching this shit tonight on social media, Dave. I had not been on social media all day. And somebody retweets, and it's this guy going, Look, the way he's standing, you can see his depends. He's got a girdle on. <laughs> what the fuck else did they say? They said he had a girdle on, he had a back brace on, and he's got lifts in his shoes. And I'm like, dude, like, I can't even play this fucking it. game right now, I love right? Love- like, like, you know, a month ago, you could have played that game. Yeah. Five weeks ago, where you're like, dude, does he have Depends on? Has he got a girdle
0: on? Why are, the, why are his eyes so white around like he's like he's right. he's worn Beatty and Bugsy getting the tan?
1: Right. And you're like, what like, the fuck? You're like, I can't do this right now. Not now. <laughs> Save it, dude. It's uh, Save it. Every day
0: when he speaks, honestly, I think I look at it, and I would say this is probably one of the best things about me. I think I look at disagreements from a 360 point of view, meaning yeah. I try and see what is your argument and what is what is that argument instead of just going, this side's 100% right all the time. Right. Because no right, one's 100% right, right all no. the time. No one's 100% wrong all the time. And, and I sit there and I go, okay. Every single day, dude, I'm telling you, I try and go in thinking I'm going to take this guy's side. Yeah. I don't think it's really that fucking hard. To sit there and be a calming voice and authoritative and act like you know what you're doing. Yeah. But every time he reads something, it looks like it's the first time he's ever uh, read it. It looks terrible. And yeah. you're talking to a guy who's butchered a shitload of commercials <laughs> over the years. Nobody's B-U-I. butchered. Yeah, butchered the date on this fucking show last week. Look, yeah. I'm telling you, it drives me crazy that it doesn't seem like he's 100% prepared. But then, like today, I'm like, leadership. We're going to you for leadership. That's what yeah. I'm going for. That's why I yeah. flip on every day.
1: Tell me you know what the fuck you're doing. That's it.
0: You got you, you this. You hit it right on that. You got this. Just tell me, Just act yeah. like you know what you're doing.
1: Like, we got this. That's we're it. America. We 100%. Got-
0: See what Jeff just said right there? That's exactly all yeah. he needs to say. If he said that tomorrow, yeah. he would fucking win tomorrow. No one can right. argue that. Right. We got this. We're America. This is what we do. Yeah. We're, we're winners. I'm a winner. That's all I say. You guys yeah. are winners. You got it. But no. Fuck, I'm taking zero responsibility for anything uh, that's happening. Yeah. What leader says we're taking I'm taking zero responsibility let, and I'm like, fuck, dude, I gave you a chance again today, be you the, asshole.
1: Be the guy who brought out the best in Brett Michaels and Celebrity Apprentice 100% for the right. United Just Where's be that, that guy? guy. Be that guy. Holy shit. <laughs> you made me like Adrian Curry. That <sighs> chick who fucked up Peter Brady. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Be that guy again.
0: <laughs> That is so fucking funny, man. That is, this is so you made Brett
1: Michaels a champion, for Christ's sake. Oh be that God. guy. God, that's funny. As hell. Give me something to believe in. Today, right, I ha- Brett.
0: Today, I'm going to play the game with you, by the way, that you played with me, which uh, I loved it. The stay, right. or, stay or go game. All right. Okay. With it. We're going to knock that out. Also, I'm going to ask you a couple, of course, how old are they and how much they're worth, but I'm going to do the stay or go. It's going to be tough. Uh, Not for me. (laughs) I can't wait to hear your answers on this one. First off, I want to thank Dan Williams. Dan Williams is a great sponsor of the show, and Dan is the guy that's going to help you out. I'm telling you right now, I tell you to call the sponsors all the time. Jeff's telling you the same thing. Nobody is calling these guys more than me right now. I ask so many damn questions almost on a daily basis. Uh, Emails and calling and everything else. I just want to make sure I know where things are going to the best that they know. They're professionals. They're really good at what they do. And right now, I think a lot of people are really concerned about money, and you should be concerned about money. Where's your money going? How's it going to last? Is it going to be safe? Is it going to disappear? What is going to happen with your money? Right now, Dan Williams is the guy you need to talk to. Again, I'm talking to Dan all the time. His number is 858-688-6813. It's an easy call. He's very easy to talk to. 858-688-6813.
1: Had a long, long conversation with Dan the other day. And what we all have to realize is that it's a fluid situation. It's kind of like we said. So for right now, while we're all trying to make sure that we feel the the way we do on Tuesday night, the way we feel on Sunday night, the financial decisions that we make today um, might be a lot different than the ones we make a month from now. But What Dan's going to help you do is make sure that both of those decisions are the right ones. Yes. And right now, a lot of it is about cash flow, right? To make sure that there's money available. So if you have a mortgage payment, what do you do with the credit card payment? Well, that's why you want to call Dan. 858-688-6813. I can tell you that one is a secured debt. The other isn't. Your mortgage is a secured debt. What does that mean? It means the bank owns your house and you're paying them back for it. The credit cards don't have anything of yours. So while they can charge you a lot of interest, uh, unsecured debts, your car is a secured debt. The bank owns your car until you pay it off. There's guys with tow trucks that will come and grab it in the middle of the night. So you want to make sure that your house is still there, your car is still there, but you're able to go out and buy a mask or toilet paper or Padre tickets or anything else when they become available. That's why you need Dan on your side. 858-688-6813.
0: Absolutely. The real estate market is very interesting right now. A lot of people have questions. Where's it going? What's going to happen? Are they going to lock in loans? What's happening right now in the real estate market? That's why Brian Curry is the guy I'm talking to on a regular basis Brian's the guy. He's going to help you find the right house. He's also going to tell you when's the right time to buy that right house. Call Brian Curry at 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588.
1: Dave, it's never been more apparent than right now when you just go, man, you just want to be in that place that if I had a bunker down, and believe me, in whatever I get to court with the court shut down, But it's something that Brian and I will do, and I'm sure you and Brian will do. We go, God damn. Okay, hang on. Let's look at a few places. God dang, remember in 2020 when we were hunkered down for 20 weeks, 3 weeks, 10 weeks? Shit, man, my old place, we were right on top of each other. Okay, what do the rooms look like here? Well, I could go there. My wife could go there. Yeah. Our sons could be there. Everybody's got a little bit of breathing room. Yeah. All of a sudden, the questions that maybe you asked in 2018 look a lot different in 2020. What is, uh, what's the rates? What's the mortgage? What's it going to cost me? And this goes back to Dan. Yes. I've talked a lot about how I have, and I talked to Dan about this the other day, where I have really worked to get my credit score up. Dave, your credit score. So many of you, we've we've chatted about credit score. Well, as the housing market's about to change and the banks kind of change their feeling, man, there are going to be people like us that if you're fortunate enough that you've worked hard to establish good credit, you're going to have a lot of options in this market. And there may be things like, Dave, you talked about with Rita last week that you were ready to jump at. And Brian said, whoa, 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 yes. power lines, this situation, that situation. Is it going to hold the value? Uh, those are things that we wouldn't think of as a consumer. That's why you need the guy like BC. Give Brian a call. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you.
0: Also, don't forget about that perfect pool, that perfect pool in your backyard. You're going to wish you had it as these, these warm days start getting a little bit hotter as we get closer to summer. Guess what? Taylor May pools. They're still in business. Taylor May Pools, Alan Taylor's your guy. Whether you have a pool that needs to be repaired or you have a pool that you have in your mind that you want to put in your backyard, Alan Taylor can walk you right through the process. He's great at what he does. Taylor May Pools, 619-449-4452, 619-449-4452.
1: I can't even believe I hadn't thought about this, but when you have time on your hands... A guy like me, brilliant ideas happen. <laughs> I have come up with the coolest pool. I believe the coolest pool. Uh, and I expect to see it on the front page of the Made Pools brochure available at every Motel 6 and Red Roof Inn. <laughs> what I want, Dave, is when you think, just close your eyes, everybody, unless you're driving, visualize the typical pool. And, Dave, when I say to you, when you think of a pool, what do you see when you think about the floor of the pool? What color? Royal blue. Sky blue, right? Yep. And you put that water in and everything. Maybe the tiles along the side. I'm changing the whole fucking game. Okay. I'm going to change that fucking game. So now the tile down below is going to be jet black. <laughs> okay. And the the light yeah. that Alan's going to put in. It's not gonna be the typical like headlight, like a truck headlight. I'm having to put a fucking black light in. And then along the side of the pool, all those awesome black light posters that you remember the topless <laughs> mermaid, Elvis, dogs playing poker, that's all gonna be incorporated into my pool right there. And the great thing is with the black light. You got a lot of time. You're a little bored. Yeah. Take Vera over in the back corner. Get a handy. Nobody's going to yeah, know. No one's going to know. Nobody's going to know. But I'm going to have them incorporate all of the black velvet paintings that we love. Young Elvis. Aloha from Hawaii. Dogs playing poker. Topless mermaids. All of it. It's going to be great. Black light <laughs> below the diving board. Fantastic. Like I said, look for it. It'll be in the Made pool brochure 2021 available at uh, Red Roof Inn. Tip Top Meats and Carlsbad will have it, too.
0: <laughs> that perfect website for you is just around the corner right now. People are thinking more than ever, how can I make money from home? It's easy. Call Kyle Fluger, 619-500-6621, 619-500-6621, and build that perfect website the way Kyle has done for
1: us. Hot Chicks with no parents and no cough.com. <laughs> Uh, it's funny. I'll tell you about it on Wednesday. Yesterday, I was offered a gig, and I took it on the board of directors for a new fight promotion coming Nice. Out. Yeah, really excited. And the guys that I'm working with based on the East Coast, uh, they said, hey, what's the website for your show? I go, oh, man, go check it out, DaveAndJeffShow.com. They go, God dang, man. They go, that is a beautiful site." And that's what I like, Dave. Cool. These are guys that have been friends with for a long time, that know the show, know the podcast, but hadn't really looked at the website, and they both punched it in. They go, God damn, Jeff, really looks great. And that's the response you want for your website as well. Give Kyle a call. Make sure you mention that you heard about it on the Dave and Jeff Show.
0: Perfect. All right, here we go. First, we're going to play how old are they and how much are they worth? We have more from April 4th and April 5th. There are two from April 5th, which is today. Okay, one is singer Pharrell Williams.
1: Ah, Pharrell Remember, Williams. Remember he had the song? Yeah, the yeah, Happy. yeah. Okay. Sure, got it. Uh, boy, he's he's one of those guys, I'm afraid that I'm going to, I'm afraid he might be older than he looks. I'm going to say he's 38. He's older. You want to guess again? I was going to say 47 originally. That's exactly right. Is that right? That's exactly right. My first guest was always going to be 47. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think he's that old.
0: He's been around since he was 17.
1: God dang. Very likable guy.
0: Yeah, you know, it's funny. That's what Josh said. He goes, "He has zero enemies.
1: Yeah, uh, and I think he's worth some dough. I'm going to say he's worth $80 million.
0: $150 million. Fuck. Does a lot of songs. All right, She's Dead, but it's Betty Davis. Betty Davis today
1: would have been... I think she would have been 105.
0: 112.
1: Mm, shit. That's a good
0: one. How much was she worth? Or is she worth her well, estate?
1: Again, man, the money was different then. Exactly right. That's I'll going
0: at a good angle. 30 million. 2 million.
1: Oh, bullshit. She's worth more than that. She was married four times. Kim
0: Carnes. Yeah, well, she now knows she made money off a of Kim Carnes' song.
1: Ah. Yeah, she had to be worth more than 2 million.
0: All right, I got one more for you because he was born in San Diego, but he's dead too. Okay. Gregory Peck.
1: Gregory Peck. Um Gregory Peck. 108. Hundred and four. <laughs> That's pretty wild. Born in San Diego. Did you know Kil- that? Uh no. Did you ever see To Kill a Monte Bird? I did not. Guy's so fucking good in that movie. Could they have it any louder in that back room over there? Like <laughs> we're doing anything over here. Great that the fucking Pharrell all concert's going on right there. <laughs> How um, much is Gregory Peck worth?
0: A lot more than you think, I'll tell you that.
1: Well, more than Betty Davis? More than Betty Davis. Fourteen million. Forty million. What the fuck did he do? Hell if I know. Is he running trafficking? Yeah. Probably. Was he working for Eastside Morales? Pro- working for Dell.
0: <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay. These uh this is April fourth, but they're fun ones for you. Okay. All right. Robert Downey Jr.
1: Oh dude. Uh fifty six. Fifty five. Fifty five. How much this fucking guy. I think that number is wrong because I heard him on Stern. He wouldn't confirm a number. I'm going to say 500 million. 300 million. Yeah, he said that number is wrong. But he wouldn't confirm if it's high. It's got to be probably higher. higher. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to say that number is wrong if it's if it's exactly lower. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. How old would he have been? 52.
0: Would have been 41. Is that it? Yep. He was born in 1979. Is that right? 41.
1: Fuck. How much was he worth? Uh, 20 million. 16. Okay.
0: Two more. Maya Angelou. Dead as well. Dead. Died in 2014.
1: Maya Angelou would have been 97. 102. Really?
0: Yep. How much? She's a poet.
1: Yeah, but she made some, I'm going to say uh, 17 million.
0: 10 million dollars. All right. And the last one is David Blaine.
1: David Blaine, magician. He's alive, career's dead. Um, David Blaine, forty-four. Forty seven. Forty seven. How much is he worth? He gets those he gets TV special money.
0: Yep, he does. I'm
1: gonna say uh eleven million.
0: Forty million dollars.
1: Holy fuck. He is. He's pretty fun to watch.
0: Yep. I'll say it. I know it's wrong to say, but if David Blaine was alive at the same time Jesus was alive, a lot of people would be thinking he was the guy.
1: Right. In David <laughs> Blaine, we trust. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> All right. Let's play the game. What did you call it? Stay or goes?
1: Yeah. Stay or goes.
0: Stay or goes. We're going to start with Hank Bauer, Ted Leitner.
1: Uh, Ted stays. <laughs> that was really quick. Yeah. <laughs> Hank knows he's out. All right. This one's a little
0: bit tougher. All right. Uh, two of our old bosses. They're P- PDs, One at 1360, one at 1090. Brian Long, Mike Shepard.
1: Oh, fuck. Uh, you got to stay with one of them. Uh, I love Brian Long's son, Sammy. Uh, Shep would be in the fucking water. First, <laughs> I'd stick him. First, I'd stick Shep upside down in a trash can and leave him there because he's a little shit. And then, uh, and yeah, Shepard would be gone in a minute. I could get over Brian. I get over my issues with Brian Long. Chef's just a fuck. Shep wanted me to work with Saw. Fuck Shep. He's gone. Long never would have done that. Long's a fucking idiot, but he never would have did that. That gets easier the more I think about it. All right. Two of your favorite guys. Okay.
0: Mike Riley, Bruce Pochi.
1: Oh, shit. Uh, oh, shit. That's a good one. Riles is in the water. Oh, my God, dude. You're probably right. He's in the water.
0: Yeah. Ah oh, fuck, dude, that's tough. That'd be tough. You'd probably cry.
1: I don't know that I'd cry, <laughs> but I'd feel sad.
0: All right. Ben Higgins, Chris Ella.
1: Ben Higgin- uh, Higgins ah Higgins. Go on. Fucking <laughs> super fast. Dude, please. All right.
0: Katie Temple, Lee Sand.
1: Oh shit. <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, Katie's in the water. Katie's in the water. God.
0: All right. And the last one I got to bring back from one of you asked me last week was Mike yeah. Costa, Stephen Woods.
1: Oh, that one's great. Um, uh, Who's gone? Woods is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Woods gone? Because Mike doesn't listen to this. Yeah. So there's no value in throwing oh. Mike in the water. Uh Woods, conti- Woods today, I, f- I, just, I couldn't even acknowledge it. It made me so happy. He refuses to acknowledge that you and I killed his album game. <laughs> refuses. Today, he just was like, I'm on seven or eight, whatever. He's just done. <laughs> he was all excited after day two and three, and then we killed it. Uh, that would suck. And then uh, Mike... Has been rescuing dogs. Yeah, yes. And He's been
0: really proactive.
1: Really proactive. Mike continues to post things. He's doing a great thing for Billy tomorrow. Uh, our man Billy in Point Loma has had an incredibly challenging couple of weeks.
0: Dude, I had no idea until today.
1: Man, I'm telling you, that dude, I just I couldn't be a bigger fan of that. I love my whole, you, Dave, you know, those Point Loma guys, yeah. man. Pete, Billy, Meaty. Pointer Dave, Stevie Verissimo, and just that whole gang, dude. I fucking love those guys. They are just the salt of the earth, good dudes. And, uh, man, that sucked when I saw just what Billy's going through and what his daughter's going through. He's just such a good fucking guy. And while Woods is busy, you know, patting himself on the back, Costa is going to acknowledge Billy's family tomorrow. That's, that's awesome. And that's why Steve's going in the water. <laughs> that's a good deal. All
0: right, so we're back on
1: Wednesday? Uh, yeah, a couple of quick things. Number one, I encouraged everybody to get in the phone and check in on friends that you haven't talked to for a long time. I today looked down and my phone is ringing. And who was it but former Charger General Manager Billy Devane? Cool. And half-hour conversation, just fucking as great as it gets, checking in on him.
0: What part of the country is he living in He's now? He's in, in Atlanta, Georgia.
1: But he uh, was part at University of Nebraska with Riles, and he was part of the Alliance of American Football. And, you know, Dave, I just I said to Billy that when you and I came into this game, and uh, we had Bobby Bethard Billy Devaney, Jr., Rodney, right? Guys like that with the Chargers, Riles. And then on the pod side, where you had Boach, Kevin, Freddie Ullman Jr., Geffner, Theo, all of those guys, Uh, Lucky, uh, uh, Charles Steinberg, all of those dudes. I just said, fuck, we didn't even know. And that's what Billy and I were talking about today. But he uh, he's just kind of moved on from the Chargers. But if we want to talk a um, Alliance of American Football Stories, you said they got some good shit. So Billy will be there. But that, that would be the thing that I would say for everybody. If you just kind of, man, I went over to my kids tonight. Their mom was there, and I said, how you doing? She goes, man, it's just one of those days where I'm just feeling a little down, just feeling this thing's just got me a little sad. And uh, if you find yourself doing that, just go through your phone. Just go through your phone. Everybody's gone. I'm Five or ten people that you haven't checked in on for a while. And yep. Send a message to it. And before you know, man, you may be where I was today. Just talking and laughing with a longtime friend, reestablishing that contact. Our friends Corey and Dennis I'm hearing from, I hadn't heard from them in a long time, but reached out the other day. Uh, it's just great. And everybody do it. And if nothing else, just email Dave. He'll email you back all day long. I'm incredibly busy, so I'm not going to answer any of your emails. But <laughs> Dave Palais at gmail.com. Send him that. And then, uh, yeah, Dave, just one more time, for Billy and Point Loma and his family, uh we're thinking about you tonight we love that family very much and we're sending our best and yeah if i can see the fuck out of harm's way we'll be back here wednesday night we'll play a little dead or alive
0: you know real quick before we go because certain things that if you can find that laugh to get you through or just a surprise laugh glenn geffner cracked me up today what do you do you know glenn geffner posted a video of a buddy of his that ran his mouth it's oh saying. my God.
1: Against the Flash?
0: Again the freeze, right? Or the freeze. Yes. It's and, awesome. And the, the Atlanta Braves, as everybody knows, in the seventh inning, decides, all right, who are you gonna race? And then the guy gets a tremendous head start. We've all yeah. seen it. Yeah. And Geffner's friend ran his mouse, and I could beat that guy.
1: Bet dinner at the Buckhead Diner, which is yeah. a great place in Atlanta. Bet Glenn and Hall of Famer Dave Van Horn. Yes. That guy got beat by 60 yards. It was
0: fantastic. I laughed my ass off. I watched it five times. And Uh, it was so funny that, because Gaff could pull strings. Yeah. He got him in.
1: Yeah. And they got it done. Um, Speaking of Glenn, want to promote that he and Paul Severino from MLB Network are doing a daily kind of talking baseball podcast. Follow Glenn on social media. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but he did one today with Dave. Dave Van Horn, longtime voice of the Expos, Hall of Famer, voice of the Marlins with Glenn. One of the nicest people in the game of baseball. Uh, You'll find that. And then the other thing I would say is check around, too. um, 570 in L.A. has been replaying classic Dodger games. I know we're not Dodger fans down here. But they have been playing classic Dodger games back, and a lot of them have been on yeah, play-by-play. It's awesome. That is really fun. MLB Network's playing some games. Uh, Ozark, Dave, you're you're.
0: I love it. Right now, I'm in. I'm, I'm you're in season one, right? Season one, seven episodes in. I'm in. All right, I'm and I'm into watching, season two. And you decided to go back to Tiger King, you said.
1: And I went back to Tiger King. Yeah, when they nod that chick's arm off. <laughs> God damn. But. uh... Yeah, Dave's going to blow by that, but yeah, we'll be back Wednesday. And uh look man, take care of yourself, take care of your family and uh we'll find a way to get through this shit. Hang in there. Stay safe. We'll talk to you in a few nights.
0: Perfect. <laughs>
2: Sol